This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. I am so thrilled you're here. Happiness Solved is dedicated to giving you content that is empowering, motivational, inspirational, and of course, a dose of happiness. It is my way to give back to the world and share other people's stories and wisdom. This thing called life can be challenging, and my guests share their amazing stories, wisdom, and life lessons that demonstrate anyone can choose happiness. You see, happiness is a journey, not a destination. I am Sandy Scarlatta, America's happiness coach, author of Happiness Solved. I'm a retired U.S. national and international figure skating coach. I've been a certified life coach since 2004, and I've been inspiring others to shift their mindset and choose happiness for over 20 years. If you have any questions you would like answered on this podcast, or just in general, please email me at sandy at sandyscarlotta.com or visit www.sandyscarlotta.com to schedule a free call. Thank you for listening today, and I hope you enjoy it. Today's guest is Juan Lee. Juan is a transformational speaker, thought leader, and author. He is also the founder and executive director of Clear Journey, a nonprofit that teaches attitudes and life skills for success. He has been a Christian for over 30 years and has seen the message of love made so difficult that it's confusing. He removes the confusion by making it very simple to understand. He has found the things that we have in common to be more important than looking for the things that divide us. This is such a great conversation, and I hope you enjoy it. Juan, hello today. How are you? It's so great to see you. I'm doing fine. And yourself? Fantastic. Even better now that I see your face. And I learned that we're like neighbors practically, right? Absolutely. It's <laughs> just a little bit of water in between. Us. A little bit of water. Yep, exactly. Depending on which way you go. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Gotta love it. All right. So everybody has a journey and a story. What brought you to where you are today? Um, there's a long story there. There's okay. A lot. We got time. Um, <laughs> we, 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 it's just so many facet parts of it. It's too many parts of it. So let's start at the point where I was 17 years old. Um, and I was lost. I was confused. I was, um, had no hope. And I really was looking for some guidance and I had none. And I'm not saying that I didn't have, I had parents. Well, that's another story um, in the sense that my mom died when I was six years old. Oh, my dad re- remarried and I lived, we moved. As a matter of fact, we lived in Northern Virginia until uh, I was nine years old. And then we moved to uh, Maryland, Silver Spring. And um, and so I, my parents remarried. So I, I had a, a stable home and things like that. But to my... Um, um, I guess I would say unaware, I was unaware of the point that um, I had a learning disability. And at 17 years old, I didn't feel like I was prepared for life. I was graduating from high school and didn't feel like I was prepared. And I was undiagnosed until I was 37 years old. And so while I was in that space, I was very, uh, 
for the most part, I just had, you know, I was just hopeless. I was just, how am I going to survive? You know, there's no instruction guide to this thing called life. <laughs> and I was like, where do I go from here? Um, I went into the military. And in the military, um, my life changed, turned around 180 degrees. Yeah. Um, and it was in the sense of teaching me about systems and how systems basically dictate the outcomes. And what I learned was to get a part, to be a part of that system, you have to have the right attitude. Without the right attitude, the system won't work the way it's intended to work. And for the most part, if you don't apply the right attitudes to the system, it won't allow you to maintain a part to maintain a part of the system, won't allow you to stay in the system. In other words, you will either be dragged or dragged by the system or you will um, be thrown out of the system in the sense that if you don't measure up, you won't, you won't be able to maintain, you won't be able to stay. And so I attributed that to life in general. Life is a system. Yeah. And so life is made up of a lot of different systems with the outcome already predetermined. Mm -hmm. The outcome is predetermined based on the system. And I was realizing, I was like, whoa, how do I, this makes a lot of sense now. Because if I realize that there's a system, life is a system, so what's the outcome? I was looking for what is the outcome? And for in the military, the system was to protect the United States of America. That was the outcome. Right. The system was meant to protect America. Okay, so now what is it that life, what's the system outcome for life? For each and every one of us as humans, what's the bigger picture? And the bigger picture is humanity. Mm. It's the bigger picture that we are a part of this. And, and there is a system that allows that bigger, bigger um, entity to survive. And that's love. Mm. Love's the thing that makes that this thing called humanity work. It's the thing that puts the past, the present, and the future together. And so that was where I realized that love's the answer to successful life. Mm -hmm. So that it. we understand where we fit into this bigger system or this bigger thing called humanity and that we have a part to play in the protecting protection and the preservation of humanity. Mm with the right attitude. I love it. And that's what I've been doing for past 30 years. And that's where I've gotten to this point where I'm at peace, I'm content, and I have all my needs met because I'm connected to a system that will never fail. It has the outcomes that we all realize that we need to survive to be able to 
protect and preserve humanity from generation to generation. There's so much to it. It's a very big, big uh, order and there's so many parts of it. But just to understand that the system is meant to protect humanity and we are a part of it. Yeah. And it yeah. makes it it makes it just that much clearer to anyone who understands that that we have a part to play. We're we're important and we're it's significant. We have something to offer every last one of us. Yeah. I love that. I here and I'm a very system oriented person, but I don't think I've ever heard it put the way you just did. Well, but I think, I mean, of, yeah, like I think of systems, you know, and I have, I have a process, I'm very process oriented, you know, whether it's mm -hmm. putting my makeup on or washing my hair, or, you know, all of these things, you know, there's a, there's an order for me mm -hmm. and, but I hadn't really thought about it with life, but that's, I'm like, wow. Yeah. That's, a, that's exactly, but see, and it's from that perspective. Yeah everything begins to have places that you can automatically just fall into and they the, the here's the code the outcome is already predetermined yeah it's already predetermined. you know what you're trying to do all you have to do is apply the right attitude to the system and it's going to give you the exact same results and here's the thing it's generation after generation it never changes it's a input that gives you an output so when, when you say attitude, that makes me think mindset, right? Yes, absolutely. Now, do you think that it's possible? Because when you talk generation to generation, some of that mindset can change for the better. Oh, absolutely. That's the thing that we're and looking for. that's what for. we want to do, right? That's exactly what we wanted to do. It's because the only time that we get a chance to input into humanity is in the present. Right. We, we, we invest our uniqueness into the present for the purpose of laying a foundation for the next generation to build on. Yeah. So then they're not going to, all we're going to do is invest it because guess what? Now we're going to give them something that they can build on and what we've invested into them will live on. Right. Because they are taking it up, they're picking. It's like a legacy. It's picking it up and carrying it to another level, to another place. Right. But see, right. that's what we're looking. That's what we're here in this present time to do, and to understand that is makes everything clear. It makes this journey clear. Yeah. We were talking before we started recording about my son, and I was blessed just to have one. I was told I'd never have children, mm. unless there was scientific intervention and I didn't want to go down that route. And he was my miracle baby. And so then I was like in this place and I had already been doing a lot of um, self-improvement work. But when he was born, I was, I was a good 12 years into my journey, probably even more mm -hmm. than that, probably 15 years into my intense self-improvement work. And I had to make decisions because I, I wanted to break certain cycles that I recognize that were in my family for generation upon generation upon generation. Mm -hmm. And I was able to break one cycle that when it comes to discipline, because I was, I was physically disciplined 
to like to the point where it crossed the line. Mm-hmm. And I made a decision with my son that I was never going to put a hand on him. Not, not once was I going to spank him. And, uh, and as a result, you know, I broke that cycle in my, in my family, at least in, in his lineage. <laughs> so that's, that's what I was, I was just thinking about because, because there's certain things that were carried through generationally that we don't, I, I did not want that to be a part of his destiny mm-hmm. and his children, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta break, break that mindset. Absolutely. Those, those, those are the. That's the investment that we, in many cases, a lot of the things that I share with people is that when we get to that personal development, and that's a very uh, integral part in how love affects us individually. Because before we can give love, we have to first be able to gain our own self worth, and love allows us to do that. It takes those attitudes that we talk about, that I share about, um, and allow us to transform ourselves first. And then once we transform ourselves, then we're able to give out of the abundance to others. Right. And in many cases, we have to deprogram before we can reprogram. And that's the thing that you were talking about as it relates to that 15-year journey that you were able to administer and that giving of something that you had already deprogrammed. Right. And that was something that's mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. It was not beneficial. You had to deprogram yourself because it's very easy to transfer that to the next generation if you don't look and see where it comes from. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so mm-hmm. true. So you are the founder and executive director of a nonprofit called Clear Journey. Talk about that. Mm-hmm. What, what, what guided you to start a nonprofit? Because I'm a huge... Uh, um, I've I've created multiple nonprofits in my in the past thirty years, and and I'm thinking about like okay, what's what's next on my list? <laughs> well, I mean, this one right here stemmed from my book Love Made Simple, okay, and it's basically mm-hmm. where it brings the practical applications of love to life, okay, okay, and what we do is that we teach uh, financial literacy and attitudes uh, for success to teens and young adults, giving them a of tools to navigate life's journey. Mm. That's it. And it's, you know, that's what we desire to do. Um, and it's just beginning. And so we're, we're looking to, to expand it, um, put programs on, um, so basically help people reach their dreams, their goals, without having to go through the pitfalls that life will, in many cases, throw their ways. And if we can dodge them, navigate them. So that they're coming, yes, they're coming. But if we have the tools to navigate them, I think they, you know, younger people can be able to uh, get a head start on this thing called life. Mm, so so critical, and I mm-hmm. love the financial literacy part because I think that's a big piece that is missing. Mm-hmm. They don't teach it in schools. I think my not son, many. They're starting, but not many. I mean, I just, I, again, back to my son, I know he had a, like a semester uh, on it. And, and now, you know, my ex-husband and I are, are dealing with trying to teach him the value of a dollar and that money doesn't grow on trees, you know, and that kind of thing. And, and it's just so important. So, so what do you, what do you tell 
Like, what is what does that look like when you're working with young adults with the financial literacy? Well, see, here's the thing. That's why it's so interesting that love never fails. And and to be able to connect, we have a program called Life and Money. Mm. And what that does is basically connects life to money so that you understand that there is a this system uses money to be able to operate in this 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 thing called life. And when our goals, we have to have goals and it's, it, it, there's no way around being able to manage your money without goals right. because life right. will suck money away from you if you don't have goals. And that's so very important. So we try to be able to, to show the young people that there's a need to find yourself, your own identity, then to begin to establish your goals. And then, then you can begin to attach money to your goals, and then you'll be able to manage the money so that you meet your and reach your goals. Right. That's that's the that's the premise there. And it takes a bit it takes a bit of a time because we we see so much things, so many things happening so rapidly that we are just drawn in without thinking about the the repercussions and we just jump at it. But we want to be able to slow them down and begin to show them that there is a cause and effect. There's something that you have to put into place in preparation to be able to reach your goals. And that's 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 a and it starts to be honest with you. It starts with the mindset. So we begin to we try to share the the, the attitudes, meaning that here's the goal. You have to make choices in your life. You have to. You cannot expect to just. And, 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 and these choices have long lasting effects. They're just not right now. You make them now, but the, the outcome is to be determined. And so you have to understand that there's, there's, a, there's a long-term effect on any choice that we make and it will affect your next choice. It's sort of like what we say is you're riding down the street and you take an take a exit off of the beltway. Once you take that exit off of the beltway, if it's the right one or the wrong one, you don't have a choice. Right. <laughs> it, you don't have a choice. Yeah. You know, and the thing about it is you're not going to back up and go back and, you know, there's no backing up. You've got to go and now find an alternative way to get to where you want to go because you've taken that, that you've made that choice. Right. That's life. Yeah. Okay. And that's the part that I really want them to understand that choices, they build on one another. It's not isolated. They're not in a vacuum. You know, it's like, oh, I made this choice. Now I can go back and make, mm, no, it's not how life works. And so these are the things that, that we try to share with them to be able to get them to see the value of choices. Yes. And I love that analogy of taking, because anybody with a driver's license can, <laughs> can relate to that, right? I mean, every now and then we have some people that start and then they're like, you know, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah. And and then, and the choices we make have consequences. Long lasting. Long lasting. Yes. Good or bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good or bad. And the thing about it is, is we have to want to understand. And here's the why it's then important to understand the bigger picture. Right. Because the bigger picture lets you know that it's the system is at work. And just because you made something that's wrong, you made what appears to be a wrong decision, the system will use it. The system will use that decision that you've made 
because it doesn't have a choice. Right. It's, it's like right. time. Time is a boundary on life that will not ever give you a do-over. <laughs> yes. Don't we all wish that wasn't the case? <laughs> no, no, but see, but, the, but, we, but we need to live our lives understanding that. Right. We, 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 we have a consciousness of it, but we don't believe it. Right. Because we'll make choices and we'll make decisions <laughs> thinking that we can undo it. You don't undo things like that. No. That's not what life won't allow you to undo them. Yeah. Yeah. And many times something really catastrophic happens when people wake up and say, oh, my gosh, did I I took this for granted. When you take things for granted. Yeah. It's an eye opening experience. But I tell you, it's worth it. It's worth it because it brings a confidence and an assurance that your decision making is in line with something that's bigger than just the now, the right now. And understand, we only have the moment to live in. Yeah. And so yeah. we exercise that with the opportunity, with understanding that, hey, this moment is going to be significant into the future. So this is the moment that I have to make count. Yes. This moment. Yeah. The present. Right. It's the a present. Gift. <laughs> right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So let's go back to your book. Your book is called Love Made Simple. So mm -hmm. talk about that. And when when was it released? It was released in, uh, in the middle of the pandemic in uh, July of 2020. And um, it was it was my way of being able to make something that's so abstract and so confusing simple. Mm. You know, that was the whole idea as to making love universal instead of exclusive. Right. And I think we found that it's so selfishly motivated and it's really not. It's intended to be something that acts on behalf of another. And we've made it something that we want to heave on ourselves. And yet when we operate in it, the way it's intended, the system to protect and preserve humanity, it flows, it works. I'll share with you my uh, characteristics of love. There are three characteristics of love that ensures the success. And the first one is that it's a, it's a chameleon. It basically blends in and sets the foundation for success. It allows you to it allows you to sacrifice any individual um, beliefs for the sake of the whole success for the whole. Hmm. It lays the foundation for success, meaning that I don't have any hidden agendas. We're in this thing together. Right. And then the second one is, is that it's a conduit. That means now I have this connection to you and, and everyone else that allows me to give with no expectations of anything in return. Mm. And that's what it's an open flow. And that comes both ways that they're giving and take, but it's no expectations because we're all in this thing together because we're meeting each other's needs. Love it. And then the last one is the final one that puts it over the top and seals it. It can't be defeated. And that it's a choice. Mm. It's a choice. No one can force you to do it but no one can stop you from doing. And it's with those three characteristics 
that love never fails. Yeah. It never fails. Everybody wins in love. It's beautiful. Beautiful way to say it. I love that. Love it. And 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 it, I think especially in a romantic relationship. It, it it's the same thing, but many times you do have to make those choices to stay. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a but see again when you get into romantic love, it comes after a commitment. Yeah. See, it's the commitment that keeps it together, but the love allows it to do it. Yeah. See, um, a lot of the things that I've, I've, I've come in, a lot of people bring that analogy and bring relationships up and it's perfect. But but unfortunately, it's it's. Commitment comes before love and intimacy. Mm. And when you don't put it in that right order, you end up with something that I very much opposed of. And that's conditional love. Yes. And there is no such thing. That's like an oxymoron. Yeah. It's no such thing as a, a conditional or the way we like to say it in the positive is unconditional love. No, there's either love or it's not. Right. Yeah. And and when we want to, we want a higher level of love being unconditional. So no, no such thing. Yeah. If there's a condition there, there's no love there. Absolutely. And it plays itself out in the relationship. Yep. yep. Absolutely. I'm, I'm thinking back to, to other relationships I've had in my life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. that. That's a beautiful the, thing. These, these are the things that we want to instill in young people so that we can change the pattern that we've, we've created. Yes. We presented something to our younger people, and that's really why the heart of me is to give them something that they can see hope in, instead of seeing what we're presenting, and that's living, leaving them very hopeless in what it is to see the future and what it can bring. And that's how we protect and preserve humanity, because at the rate we're going, humanity is, is, is going to be an extinction here in a few generations because the nature, the system is being pushed out of its sink. It's not working and, and, and we see it right in front of us. And we're accepting it without understanding that we're pushing, destroying humanity as a result of some of these nuances that we would like to be saying. We're changing things, giving giving things we're we're trying to redetermine norm Re redefining norm the system determined norm i'm shaking my head because my book that was released i finished it in january of 2020 but in august of 2019 i wrote some i'm looking at it sitting right here um i wrote something to the effect of you know humanity if things don't change Things have to change in this world because if not, it's going to spread like a disease. This negativity is going to spread like a disease. And I wrote that in August of 2019. No clue that we had a pandemic on the way. <laughs> and, but yeah, it's. That was the example that I talk about it. I, 
I don't think I speak of, I might have speak, speak about it in the book, but I, I wrote, I finished the book um, in the midst of the pandemic. And it was very evident that we were not getting what this was all about. We were so, we're, we're selfishness and love doesn't go together. And what we were doing was acting very selfishly for something that we can't understand. Humanity is bigger than just our own individual desires or wants. We're only, and this is something that I like to ensure I, I share with people, this experience is temporary. Mm -hmm. It's temporary. And I, and, I, and I preface that against what we like to say when we call it short. No, it's, it's as long as it's going to be. <laughs> no, there's no definite time, for, but it's as long as it's going to be. But we know it's temporary. Yep. And so temporary gives you a little bit of an urgency to understand you've got to, what you're going to invest into this thing is what you have the time to do to invest in it so that it can uh, prolong humanity, which is something bigger than yourself. Yes. And if you can't see that, we begin to do things that were we're pushing humanity down the drain. Yeah. And there's a lot of people, especially in the United States. I have a lot of listeners worldwide, but especially in the United States, I don't think a lot of people really got what the pandemic was really about. And and we didn't get it. I and mean, we're still not getting people it. People are still to not getting it. You, they don't we, get it. We're, we're so much in a hurry to go back to the way things were. And the way things were were not all that great. No. Mm -mm. Was not all that great. This was a perfect time, which in a lot of people, and this is in the business community, they learned to pivot. Yes. They realized if we were going to survive, we had to pivot. Yes. We had to think things differently. And a lot of people are looking at trying to go back and do the things the way they were. They're not, things are not going back the way they were. They're not. And if we think that they are, we're misleading ourselves and we're misleading others. Completely. It's not going back there. Mm -hmm. it, fine, ec economically, it can't go back there. No. 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 So, yeah. And I don't know if you want to talk about the current events, the current events in the world, but that right there, I would tell you that life becomes simple when you see the bigger picture. Yes. And when you see something threatening humanity. Like it is right now. <laughs> threatening humanity. Mm -hmm. You don't have to think twice about whether or not you should or you shouldn't engage something that threatens humanity as a whole. Right. As a whole. We are humans all around the world. Right. And we're not responding. We're responding out of fear, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's we're responding out of fear. Yeah. And uh hopefully by the time this is released, this episode is released, things will be resolved on the other side of the <laughs> world. But probably not. <laughs> Well, I, I, I tell you, I tell you, as we sit here today, 
it's it's something that we really need to really think about because this is three weeks in. Three weeks in to a, a, a possible World War Three. Yeah. 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 But 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 see, here's the point. What other thing is greater than the threat to humanity? There isn't to start to start World War Three over. Yeah. There isn't. There isn't. Yeah. But yet, selfishly, I'm not going to be willing to touch that. No. Yeah, I know. Well, Juan, (laughs) this has been a great discussion. Is there anything else you want to throw in before we close up? Well, I tell you, I've really enjoyed it. Um, Just to let people know that I'm starting a coaching um, program. Nice. Um, It should be coming out shortly to be in touch. You can get in touch with me at wanleetheauthor.com. Um, you, by all means, I'm looking for supporters of my nonprofit. Um, if you're willing or interested in finding more about it, it's one, it's, it's clearjourney.org. Um, feel free to find out much you can, I mean, you know, about us. Um, feel free to donate. We're looking for support. <laughs> Um, and, um, you can catch me on any of my, uh, social media, Juan Lee, the uh, author on Facebook, Juan Lee, um, on Instagram, Juan Lee, the author on Instagram. Okay. I'm on also on LinkedIn okay. at Juan Lee, and, uh, I will be on Clubhouse starting today. As a matter of fact, um, Thursdays at 1 PM on, uh, it's called Agape Love. Agape me and my co-host will be on there and uh, come join me. You Who know, is your co-host? Um, her name is uh, Tanisha Johnson. Okay. Tanisha Johnson and I are having a uh, 1 o'clock p.m. lunchtime. Nice. going to be encouraging, helping people through to navigate life. It's basically in this time. It's basically about how do you, how do you deal with things in, in tough times. Love it. Love it. Well, you have so much to offer. I will definitely make sure your links to your nonprofit and your website are in the show notes. And thank you so much for the work that you're doing. It's just incredible. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate to be able to do it. I thank you for having me. And look, uh, anytime I'd like to, we're, we're neighbors, you know, uh, (laughs) let me know if there's some things that you want to do. Uh, I would be more than happy to be engaged and support. Sounds great for sure. Take care, Juan. All righty. Take it easy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. That was such a great conversation, and I really learned a lot by talking with Juan. So thank you, Juan. That was great. So to learn more about Juan, you can go to his website, which is juanleetheauthor.com. To learn more about his nonprofit, Clear Journey, That website is clearjourney.org, and he would certainly welcome any support you could provide. So thank you so much for listening today. Please follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Coach Sandy Scarlatta. And as always, I hope that you and your family are safe and healthy and that your lives are filled with peace, joy, happiness, and lots of love. Take care, everyone.